And welcome to the Varangian Heresy Podcast. My name, as always, is Jody, your hostess with the most S. And tonight we have, oh my lord, do we have a full studio, virtual studio that is, because if we're all in the same room, nothing would get done. Um, on the left of my left, all the way out there, coming from seas abroad, is the one and the only Mr. Henry Steele. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, thanks, bud. Looking forward to this. Nearly, nearly the full crew. Just missing nearly the full crew. He's he's beavering away on his ships or something at the moment. Big Dane, yeah, missing the Big Dane, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. On his right, my left, because we had to make a seating plan to keep everybody in check. (laughs) Is Pele, who is uh, rocking from the from the lands of Stockholm. How you doing, bud? I'm doing very fine, except for the snowing today. What? It's supposed to be spring. Yeah, and that's like, weird. Yeah, it's yeah. probably the Dane's fault. Uh, well, yeah, probably. It's um, <laughs> magic, it classic perfidery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on my right, so the, the right of the right of the other two, and on my right is um, the man, the myth, and somewhat of a, a felony legend is um, Chris. How you doing, bud? I'm good, thanks. All of these seating arrangements is reminding me of Pride and Fucking Prejudice. I love it. I'm hey, I'm British. I can do whatever the fuck I want. We'll just call it colonialism, and it will work. Um, I have I have played Mr. Darcy on multiple occasions and received one of the worst ever reviews for one of my performances as Mr. Darcy, where I was described as not brooding enough. I I gotta say, when you do bedroom antics and you get a shitty review for it, Henry, that's pretty fucking. Harsh. I was a young man. I was a young man. I I clearly didn't have the the gravitas and broodingness that was required. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know what? It's good that she's an ex-girlfriend because when you do stuff like that <laughs> in a bedroom and they write a review yeah. afterwards, that's just cold-blooded. I was willing to jump in that lake and walk out of it, but yeah, it turns out good on you. Let, let's be honest. It came down to you and Colin Firth and he was just more of an industry <laughs> darling. That's all it was. We know how this was, mate. You don't have to don't have to sugarcoat it for us. We love you. We Thanks. know it's you. And you, you're Jackman, good. I guess, right? Did he? I hope not. Yeah, I think he um, was Mr. Dorsey. Oh, good Lord. Anyway. Oh, yeah. He was Heathcliff, right? Woodring Heights. Anyway, <laughs> looking down on us, uh, as he always does, with, with the righteous and fortitude of a man who sits atop the throne here of uh, 30K in Sweden, above on beer and pretzels, is the one, the only, our roving reporter and man of the hour, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you fucking peasants. <laughs> <laughs> is is Freddy technically off to the far right then, or the extreme far right? I don't know. I just fell off the right ledge. <laughs> I think he just saw the edge yeah, kept going, and we just wait for right to turn up on the far left or something. <laughs> Oof, that's cool. I made a seating plan to stop this shit. Will you two get? Will you get a grip? My Earth is flat, mate. So I just oh. keep is falling. It, is it the turtles all the way down, Freddy? Is it the turtles all the way down? All the way and down. Elephants floating in space. My God, it's full of stars. Amazing. Oh, no. Right. Okay. Good God. Right, I already need a drink, and I haven't had one in two years. This explains a lot. Um, so let's talk about tonight. Tonight we are going to talk about, it's, it's got to be said, one of the biggest things to happen in in hobby in the last couple of years, and that is the rebirth of Adepticon uh, on a big stage, I think, is fair to say. And 
yes, there is heresy news. We love some heresy news. I'm going to chat about that in a second. Um, because obviously, obviously, guys, what's your opinion? Did GW bait and switch us a bit before bef with the weekend where general rumors were, we're going to see new heresy, it's all going to come out, and then we didn't get that? Or, you know, did they make the right move, do you think? I think they did the right move because this time, unlike previous Adepticons, when everybody hoped for something, but a bit, you know, vanly against hope, this time there was actually signals and flags and like vague off in fog, fog of War, you saw someone in a gilded GW suit just waving a couple of big banners and you knew something was going to come. And we weren't disappointed, were we? I was actually genuinely positive and surprised. I don't think we were disappointed at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, Henry, Freddy, what were your thoughts? And Pelle? I mean, well, yeah, it was, it was good, right? It is, I mean, I don't yeah. think it was it was what you call it. Just, I think the, I think generally what happens is someone writes something on Facebook that they hope is going to be revealed, and then everyone says how cool that would be if it was revealed, and then within a week, <laughs> we're all going to happen, and then it doesn't happen, oh, yeah. and we hate we hate Games Workshop for that, and actually, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, what? I think you're onto something there. I think that's that just sounds like how i try and live my life and just write something and hope it comes true right uh, but this time it finally did yeah. like, i love how we sound like wwf stalkers do you notice me hulk hogan yes yeah. it's more like texting your your missus before sex and like you like writing up all these promises and then <laughs> and then then delivering some of it and then six beers later, falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, so what you're saying is you deliver a trailer, a couple of previews, and then you build it up for another weekend down the line. Yes, that's exactly what you do. Exactly. I, I once again ask for your money. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of trailers and leaks, uh, deliberate or not, uh, release, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, sorry, Henry, you, you were about to say you would say something there, mate. No, man, I just like, I th we had this really weird two years, didn't we, of, of the sort of online reveal show things they did, which mm -hmm. I think generally were always quite underwhelming. Um, I certainly, you know, I, I enjoy nice miniatures. I don't really care what system they're part of. And, and I still found it a little underwhelming. Like you'd sit there for an hour and a half and be like, oh, that's it, is it? But like, I think, I if, think they, if, you know, go on. Yeah, I think they broke our hearts for too many years that we, we, we didn't really dare to hope and that's how they exactly. got us we're hoping against we were like hoping against hope it's like no, 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 the band is gonna make it and now that <laughs> something's finally coming i think in a sense and i might go out on them the heresy community is in a way our own worst enemy here because we feel like we've been burnt and we haven't got any feedback or communication for so long that we're kind of afraid of hoping we're afraid to love again if that makes any sense we don't eat our own children like the 40k universe but yeah we, we're getting there I think it's just it, it's 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 happened. It all to me now. It's like right, fine. Like because you can only go on what you can see, right? And what it appears at the moment is that they are putting a hell of a lot of effort behind the mm -hmm. horror heresy, right? And that's yeah. all I've ever wanted, right? And yeah, selfishly, that it is all I've ever wanted, right? Is <laughs> is for is for, for heresy to get a similar amount to. 40k and, and and whatever the fancy game is that they're they're gonna whether it's old world or whether it's whatever or sigma like if, if and that is appears to be what's happening right this doesn't feel like adeptus titanicus or necromunda or or whatever like this feels like pretty significant oh yeah 
Um, yeah. But I don't get how that's selfish. I put that into my marriage vows. So, I mean, how is it selfish? <laughs> You're thinking about a lot of people, not just yourself. So, well, it's just, But it goes back to that thing of, oh, they've disappointed us. They've let us down. It's like they haven't. Like you've let yourself down. You've yeah. built it up in your head, right? But this is this is now like I, what I'm hoping is if, if Golden Demon is going to be in Adepticon each year, in, in the Golden Demon US, then presumably that means we're going to have like one big reveals extravaganza show in easter time like we have with this one and then if warhammer fest comes back next year in in the uk hopefully that comes back say you know late summer or something like that so twice a year hopefully we can look forward to these these big like i love the fact they did the trailer and everything right it just feels more exciting right and i and, and i would much rather have that once or twice a year than something a bit crap Every every other month, right? I don't, gonna, I don't know. I don't know how. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my only salty thing out there. Like you and I have already talked about this, Henry. So it's like the only thing is, I really wish they would have given um, Horace a lozenge because that growly throat <laughs> sounds way too much like Angron and not the calm regal but calculated homicidal maniac that or so psychopath. Calm psychopath. Regal, psychopath. What happened if yeah. Angron yeah. is in a uh, trailer. Ooh. It's gonna sound even worse then. I know it's gonna sound like me trying to speak scones. The trailer was so. The trailer was fucking good. amazing. It oh. was so good. I'm not. Honestly, that is the smallest piece of salt I could come up with. And the trailer. I mean, fucking lance strikes from outer space oh, and mate. taking out warlord titans. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't felt that alive since the dawn of war. Opening. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic right? my man. Classic. Right. Yeah, when that guy just drop kicks the orc and then Shane's, oh, Shane, Bla- yeah. Shane uh, Blades is friends. Oh, good, man. Like, I, I just, I like, like we, we all knew something was happening. Like, it, it yeah. was the worst kept secret ever, right? We saw those images last year and, and everything was leaked you know, everywhere. It, it was like yeah. something, something's going on. But, but yeah, this was the rare case of, I think over delivering on on what we were expecting, like like the the trailer man, just oh yeah. that's seriously that's how they should be launching like everything they do, right? That, yeah, you're right, Pella. Everything. Yeah, I mentioned like the yeah. one thing that we built a large part of this podcast around. Forge World Fridays are dead. Long live the king of Forge World Thursday. The first one is tomorrow. Yeah, well, we'd be do ready. You're saying something will happen tomorrow. Or what? I think so. They said Forge World Thursday were back. That was like a part of the official announcement, right? It might not be this Thursday, but I'm hoping against hope. Yeah, they said something, didn't they, about they'll give like weekly updates now or something? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, something might happen tomorrow then. Awesome. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But break Why do I sound does. like post 9 11, the Bush administration? Not tomorrow. We don't know where, but sometime, at some juncture, something is going to happen. With all due respect, mate, that says a hell of a lot about you um, that I don't think anybody else needed to know. Um, you know, with, with all due respect. Now, it's going to transition from that. We all weird summer jobs. Don't judge me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. I want to I wanna take it from there because you know what's important? What what else has come out since then is the announcement of the, this, the Heresy Weekender coming back. Or the Open Day. Yeah, Weekend Open Day. It's the not, Heresy not, event. They're not, yeah, they're not bringing back the heresy weekend though with this announcement that is not what they should what it is. anyway the open day uh, the horace heresy community weekend is coming next week hosted by cult of paint and Greek. <laughs> see you see that i set you up for these things mate you've just got to be on there but yes the open day was announced 
And yeah, that was a nice extra here you go from everybody. Uh, Pele, what do you think, buddy? What do you think on that? You think it's a, a good call to be doing that or other thoughts? Of course, thoughts? It is. <laughs> it's a good call. Um, <laughs> damn, damn right it is. I mean, you know, I've got I to ask. But... If uh, we if you talk about a little bit what we know, it's a, it's a probably a starter box with a lot of dudes and a rule book. Rule book. And that's good because it will bring new player. But I think the community had to be very open-minded here because, face it, we like narrative games. We like fluff. We like the background stories. And winning in this situation is might not be the most important part. But this uh, the influx of new player, a lot of new players. What is winning? <laughs> you never win anyway. Oh. <laughs> The, the sudden influx of uh, a lot of new players might uh, set the scene to more competitive level. Uh, in a set well, we, we, we saw the same thing with the uh, release of Cathbox. Yeah, but this is a real start book, box where they're, they're, there's a rule book inside. There, uh, there are a lot of uh, models that uh, last chance to buy on Forge World homepage. So maybe that's a hint for a... Uh, a plastic release and a lot of stuff. Maybe I don't know. Well, we'll go into that later. <laughs> we'll go into that. Let, let's let's not do, let's not dive too deep because we do actually have to, you know, have something to talk about in a little bit. But yeah, I think. I, I okay, think, I, I won't elaborate anymore. I'm just saying, I think you're on the right track, my friend. I uh, think you're but on the right track. It's an easy way to get a lot of cool stuff on new models. Of course, it's good. Come on, and uh, As open someone up. Manically um, read. The, oh, sorry, Pilly. And uh, open up uh, like these open day events to to fans to actually get there, to be there, to have chat, see what's going on, chat with developers. Well, that's of course, it. So, good for the good say, for the community, good for the game, good for everyone. Come on. They're saying this this huge event must have for every fan of Warhammer colon the Horus Heresy. So straight away, yeah. like it's yeah. it's now it's a thing, right? It's not yeah. not that niche. Resing game from Forgeord, right? It's Warhammer: The Horus Heresy, right? That's that's fucking right. Yeah. It's um, official. It's something they yeah. massive new edition. That's yeah. there, right? The massive new edition will be on display in all its glory, and you'll be able to marvel at the fantastic new miniatures, or in some sprawling studio armies on display. So they've obviously, you know, they've they've given staff armies to paint up. Um, and what I thought's kind of cool is you get to paint uh, one of the new. Mark Six Marines that you can take oh, over. Yeah, that's what I was going to get right. to. It's just fun, isn't it? That's what you did as a kid when you went. That's old. That's old. GW. Welcome to the game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes. right. yeah. yeah. Um, so I really it... want someone there with a the Ranch and Heresy T-shirt painting a really cool mini. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but we got to earn that. We got to earn that. So that's, so... that's no. You can just buy a ticket. So that's why Freddie is going. Well, that's why I meant we've got to earn it. You, <laughs> some of us have to work out the docks to make that sort of money. You know, Jesus. <laughs> Reading bedtime stories to lonely sailors. Well, it's not like I'm going to be putting out with them as I'm in a wheelchair, mate. So yeah, it's going to have to be. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of weirdos around, mate. Yeah. Oh, do you guys think that if you're there, you're going to have the ability to like? I obviously you get to paint your model. I'm going to guess you get to bring that with you. But do you think you're going to be able to buy something in advance? Because he used to do that Ooh, for the first Probably pre-order like before everyone else. I think that's obvious. This is not us promising or knowing, but there is a chance that if you go, you might be able to get shit before other people. 
which is always a strike incitement. Wait, are we already going to talk about Adeptus? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. This is I mean, all of these questions I have like yeah, semi answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. We'll get there. We, we just never assume that you have any answers. Sorry, dude. Experience. We'll get there. We'll get there. Be chill, brother. Be chill. It's okay. We're no, gonna, really, we're I won't. There. Well, we're going to no. get there. If you lot will shut up, no. move us on. Because, yes, we have to talk about Adepticon because we can't just talk about the news because that's the news. We had a man on the ground. We had, well, technically, we had other men on the ground by, by proxy because, you know, mates and stuff. But yes, we have a whole experience of Adepticon to talk about, and I think that's where we should jump into right now. Freddie. Yes. How was Adepticon? Most importantly, how many beers did you drink and how drunk were you by the time you played your first game? And why the fuck were they cores, Freddie? How dare you shame Sweden like that? That was because Alex bought them. Uh, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Shout out to Alex. Passing the buck. Uh, uh, the second reason, uh, I roughly average a slab a day. Record, yep, nice. Yeah, so, so, yep. Uh, no, nothing more than usual, kind no. of thing. Uh, and Adepticon was fucking amazing. <laughs> yes. It was so good to be back. Uh, I, I can say, like, the... <laughs> It was insane. I landed the first day. I wasn't even supposed to play like uh, that day, but I ended up playing in the Istvan event. <laughs> nice. Uh, got, a, got, got a medal. What was the Istvan event? What was, what was that? Yeah, uh, tell us. Well, considering I wasn't going to play there, I hadn't read the players back. I had no idea what was going on. So the same, the same as every other player at every event <laughs> ever. It's <laughs> so liberating for Freddy being a TO, not having to read the events, just rocking yeah. up and I'm like, so what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. No, no, but uh, they, they were one loyalist short, and I jumped in with my iron hands. So they got their first proper outing, uh, paint right. basically cool. drying in the carry case in the air, airplane, flying over there. <laughs> <laughs> gangster, gangster, that's how we roll. Yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, <clears throat> and the thing is, uh, so I sculled a couple of beers, started like the hug fest that you do, because it's so many people we haven't seen for fuck, mm. three years or some shit. It was insane. And... Um, and then Alex grabbed me straight away. Hey, mate, you need to play in this tournament. We're uh, one loyalist down. And I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, well, we had these big... Cause, so they were recreating the fight of Istvan uh, 5. Uh, so they have... If, if everyone remember from the good old uh, Black Books, kind of like um, book 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so initially, basically, the loyalist just lands like fucking crazy and goes bananas. So we have, so loyalist starts out with heaps of perks sort of thing. Yeah. Sorry, Freddy, just a short interruption. Alex is from another podcast and that podcast name is. Well, that's up to you to say, mate. You just interrupted me. <laughs> the Hope and Betrayal f- podcast. I know. Just a quick shout out. They're great. Well done. All right. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Just want to shout them out. Great guys. Listen to them as well. Yeah. He's super nice. All right. Uh, so anyway, so the, the first mission, it, it's kind of followed the narrative that you, you had in the book Massacre and Extermination. So you kind of like uh, Loyalist comes down really strong, kind of advanced knee deep into the trap. And then it's, it's kind of like a, a climatic fight uh, where someone loses their head and so on. And, uh, and then suddenly the betrayal happens. And then you kind of get uh, on, on the downside and then the traders gets heaps of perks and get special rules and shit. So it was like super thematic to follow the kind of the battle of Istvan Five. So it was kind of divided into three turns, which each turn represented this 
kind of a pivotal event in the Istvan 5 campaign. And I remember a little bit from the first game. Second game, I was a bit drunk. Third game, I was jet-lagged and super drunk. But for some reason, I won all three of my games. I have no idea why. (laughs) Except that apparently fucking Iron Hands are... I forgot how fucking badass they are. They're nasty as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and no they're, one is they're doing something about reducing strength, is it, when you shoot at them? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, so, so everything got like yeah. fucking neg, neg one strength. And then I just, I ran head of the Gorgon. Just for the pure reason that I've had since... I bought it after my the first painting event in, was it, 2015? Mm. When I painted those 10 tactical Iron Hand Marines. So five, and Johan did five. <laughs> Yeah, so I I bought heaps of shit. I had never painted anything about him, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to get You've these Iron Hands." Do that for so long. Well, it's like, the amount of times, yeah, the amount of times we talk, and you'd be like, "Oh man, I really want to fucking do those Iron Hands. How do I do this Iron Hand? Tell me, I wasn't." Easy. Yeah, and I forced you to do that fucking YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, fine. Like, I'll do a fucking still... recording. Fine. <laughs> yeah, and, and I still didn't fucking paint them. Yeah. <laughs> So now I forced myself to paint it, but very good. But then out of uh, coincidence, uh, I painted because I was thinking like, okay, I'm going to only paint stuff that is super cool. So I paint like a 10 man Gorgon squad because I had that for ages. And and I painted 10 tactical support Marines with grab guns because that was like, oh, that's going to run as Iron Hand because you know, that's fluffy. Because if you run head of Gorgon, you get stubborn in your deployment zone, you get grab guns, your fucking tanks outflank. You can only have one fast support choice, but I brought like a land speeder, a boxy one. Because yes. I thought like if they would have any kind of fast attack, it would be a fucking uh, a, a shoe. <laughs> it would be a really, box, a really slow box. Yeah, yeah exactly. It would be a shoe <laughs> box. Let's be fair. It's one step. It's literally one step up from the old uh, shower gel bottle land speeder anyway. So yeah, fits perfectly. <laughs> Uh, which I, I accidentally painted up the one with the heavy flamer on it because I thought I put multi melters on everything and I painted the one with the heavy flamer and a grab gun underneath, obviously. Tasty. And and then I realized, fuck the rules for grabs. So I also brought 25 blast templates because <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's what you need. I realized <laughs> after I pe- played Imran for a test game before we, we, we left. And I was like, oh. people are going to hate me. Like, I need to, and that blind check on the Gorgon, I was like, fuck, I need to house roll this. Otherwise, people are going to hate me as well. Uh, so I kind of did like a, a basic house, house roll on the Gorgons and shit. But fucking Gorgons is insane. Like, first game, I was playing against Night Lords. And my Gorgons, I was supposed to kind of like lay the trap and I got heaps of perks. They had the stuff in reserves, but he had like a fucking list that just, all deploys anyway, and they all become fearless and shit. Uh, whatever that right of war is. So it's like, fuck, my trap is not going to work because all, all the perk of the missions did not work. Because uh, they had to deploy on the table, which means I, I couldn't force people to be in fucking reserves. Uh, so, so it's hard for me not to be out. I was meant to be outnumbering for the first three turns. That was like the fluff thing. Uh, but the freaking Gorgons. They just marched straight up the fucking guts. Uh, they got shot left, right, and center, blinded everyone. 
So they so so the fucking night lords on weapon skill one, and then grab them. So they fail. They charge. They I, I killed like seven terror marines for like losing their strength tests and shit and an army. Oh, it was yeah. like it was like absolute retardness. And and I just walked up with my fucking uh, gorgons, went in and smashed uh, the special terminus units because they were weapon skill one. Fucking smashed some terror assault squad at the same time because you know I'm fucking big dick swinging, and and. Uh, Weapon skill one is pretty nice <laughs> when you really hit that shit with the, with your gorgons. And the thing is, like, he hit me, and I was like, oh, you have a five up invulnerable save, and then you have a five up field of pain. You don't even have a, a poke of apothecary at all. And that's like that statistic, that's like rocking around in three up in uh, normal saves. So it's it, like they're fucking badass walking around shooting grab guns to the left and right. Like he had some raptors. Did, did that mitigate some... even jaw rolling? Well, it kind of did. Actually, whoa! But like, I, I roll statistically for the first two days, and then I had to eat it all the last day playing the Somatalis event that I wasn't even supposed to play, uh, because then perfection was back, <laughs> big time. Oh my Yay. god! Never no. <laughs> rolled so many ones. You know what it like, is. You know what it is for like, me. It is literally just the fact that it's been like two years uh, of build up, built up frustration, <laughs> and your dice went, "Yes, wait, we know who this is." Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. No, the problem was that uh, I bought these Games Workshop Iron Hand dice, and no one fucking understood what the fuck it said because they have instead of pips, they have fucking cogs and shit. It's super complicated. <laughs> so I went uh, down and Trubby, dropped... is that a six? Yeah, mate, that's a six, and that's a yeah, six well, as well. They're yeah, both sixes yeah. actually. Like the Ultramarines dice, when you can't tell the difference between them. No, a six is super easy because it's the Iron Hand symbol. Everything else is complicated except the one. So the one and six is super easy to recognize. The rest is just like a fucking blur of cogs. So I went and dropped $180 on Forge World dice because they're like normal. <laughs> and by that time, I managed to you know, chat to some of the Forge World guys because that was when they kind of revealed the whole fucking new logo thing. And they had it like Ooh. the entire stand in the Forge World Games Workshop area was just Horus Heresy. Like the background and shit. There was like no 40K, no... No fancy, no, but they sold fantasy and stuff. But like you know, the display thingy around the stand, mm. just horror heresy. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's I gotta say that is super super encouraging. Yeah, <laughs> and, they had, and, and they brought like you remember Pella when we went to the weekend when they had all those art thingies yes. that you could buy. Like so, they had all the Black Library horror heresy art that you could buy there and stuff. So. Oh, that was pretty nice. Which one did you buy? And what was the mood like? I, I didn't buy it. What was the mood like after the reveal? Uh, like, obviously, I was there. everything was talking about. Pe people were, were running around, going back up to the hotel room to watch it on the big screen in the hotel room as well, because people were just watching on their phones. So, so people ran up to their rooms. It became like uh, you went up for drinks. You had that playing in the background. So people were, like, super pumped. Awesome. Nice. So everyone's like, uh, yeah, no, so it, it was like, the like the excitement. trailer of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the excitement was like super good. And even when I was there paying fucking $180 for fucking dice, which is retarded if you think about it. But how many <laughs> dice do you need? I don't know. Fuck, I as need all the as dice. He got, as many as, as, he, many as he got. Have templates. Well, it's from, it's from Ford World, right? So you got what? Yeah. Six, maybe seven so, dice. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it might not be as dumb as it seems because I bought the initial wave of Alpha Legion dice, 
and I sold it for like twice the amount of money that he like a couple of years later to a dude in Sweden because he wanted a full set of matching dice and new ones don't match the old one. Oh fuck! So, people in this hobby are strange. You know that? Yes, we are strange. Yes, uh, we are. Right. Moving on. <laughs> well, I am too because I bought new dice with that money. So yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Zero sum game, honey. So what you're saying is, Freddie, is it was a super positive reaction. A super positive reaction. Uh, the one thing I noticed though, playing in the Easter event, because I've I've been to a couple of Adepticons, so I mm-hmm. know the regulars there playing Heresy, and and usually the Heresy events are like super big. Uh, mm-hmm. One one thing that kind of tipped everyone off that we already talked about in the podcast chat was that the event was moved from when they was kind of secluded, like like it happened the last couple of. Uh, not the first first I was there, but like the the last two years before COVID, mm-hmm. it's been kind of secluded. It's been like, oh, you, you heresy guys, like no one really cares. It's all been focused about 40k and Age of Sigmar. But now we were down in the main hall again. Nice. Which was super nice because we haven't been there since we fucking almost played the same version, like same edition. So that was pretty cool. Um, and and the other thing that I noticed because being into a heaps of Adepticon. Normally, like the last two of that I've been to, I, I recognize everyone. I know everyone's faces. There's usually a, maybe two to three percent new people. Uh, this is kind of res, res, uh, kind of reflect how we had at Scandis. Because here at the Depticon, it was 50% new people. Like half of the people I've never seen before. Brilliant. So That's it great. was so many new people. And there were heaps of like... Um, because while I was playing, there were heaps after the reveal, and this is like day two, uh, and we were playing the doubles friendly. Um, there was heaps of, because I know that there was a massive break at the 40k and the Age of Sigmar. They kind of had the same time schedule. And it was like a massive break, and there were heaps of people walking around and looking at us playing. And they're like, oh, look, there's like the, it's like 40k. They were talking to their mates, but look, they have like templates. And, and stuff, and it's like marines and marines, so before they always come, like came over and looked at our painting and they talked about our painting, and they talked about, you know, so how we are like more anal when it comes to our painting, and that's been like the theme but now, instead, when they walked around, they, they weren't talking about the painting they were talking about the game Nice. And I, and I thought that was a massive difference. That's awesome. Yeah. Because every time you had like a couple of 40k players uh, behind your shoulder, they were talking about like ranges, templates, rolling dice, which kind of leads into when we had that big massive excursion from 40k player last time. Uh, I know there are a lot of, not all are competitive, but obviously at the Adepticon, the people playing 40k there are super competitive. So they talk about game mechanics and stuff. But previously, they never talked about game mechanics because they gave zero fucks about game mechanics. And now suddenly, it kind of became an interest. And I found that a massive kind of change. So, you know, Henry, this Mm. is stuff you and I were talking about uh, off air uh, yesterday. Isn't it amazing? We're just already that push of new heresy, new people, new interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know I'm a fan, right? And I'm a fan of yeah. building the community in Orisphere and 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 that I don't not being a gamer first. Like I'm very much a a, a 
general fan, then a hobbyist, then a gamer, probably in, in that order. Um, I, I, the fact it's, it's, I genuinely, it feels like it's going on the same level, right? So it's, it's a, it's a legitimate game system. It's a legitimate setting, whatever. And what it means is that just like with the other two main systems of theirs, there is, there's so many people in them that you have loads of space for the hardcore gamers, the narrative gamers, like narrative, the, the guys that, that are purely playing to tell a story, right? So uneven forces, you know, scenarios, all that type of thing. And then the vast majority of us somewhere in the middle, right? Who like, who like to have a tactical experience, but also really don't fucking care if that unit isn't optimal kind of thing right and it's it's often felt to me like heresies it's almost pigeonholed itself that you're not allowed to be you know you've, you've got to be anything but a narrative gamer right yeah and i, I want to actually you know you, you look at people and say you know i look at heresy events when i go along to do the painting or some at the same event and it's it's always feels like it, it, they've never felt particularly different to a a, a a normal sort of quote 40k event in like not like a super competitive one but just a normal one so everyone's just there to play with the same set of rules same missions have a laugh kind of thing but then you've got guys like say eric who eric is like a hardcore gamer bjorn uh linus like these guys are 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 pr- like what game system they play they are taking the best list they can you know and they are going to attempt to annihilate violate you on the table they don't care you know <laughs> either way kind of thing but they <laughs> also annoyingly they do really smile right yeah exactly they know how to behave right yeah, yeah. but they're great painters and they're this that and the other but but that that to them like the game is massively important right so it, i think it's exciting and eric talks about game mechanics a lot and stuff doesn't he so i think it's really exciting that you've got if it is being considered as have they, have they said what the rules are have they said whether it's like, is, like it's the old seven or it's right so cool so we've, we've got an idea right it, yeah so uh basically after well i i was chatting uh off with a couple of the games workshop dudes mm-hmm. there and um it is how how he described it was it it is not seventh edition but it's not fucking eighth edition great so so again so how awesome is that man that you've now got You've got this system that's going to, like you said, Freddie, that's going to appeal to people for lots of reasons. Um, and oh man, if it pisses off ten people, but it brings in five hundred, then fucking great. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but, but he, he said, uh, like what he said, the focus was to find the balance between uh, pleasing the old community mm-hmm. and kind of also getting the new community interested. Yeah. As in, we're not just playing old fucking seventh edition with with our miniatures. Yeah. Uh, they they attempted it before by actually creating the whole Horus Heresy uh, rule set. That w- that was like one step of a of trying to legitimize it. But the problem was, um, it, it was no starter set. It, it didn't it didn't get launched in that way. And they and they kind of realized it. They kind of missed the ball on the whole how to introduce it as the third game yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Uh, at GW, and this is what they've learned the lesson, and now the focus is this is going to be the third main system. So we're not talking about seventh edition anymore. We're not talking about. We are actually like talking heresy. Two, yeah, the heresy yeah. two point oh. Uh, it it is kind of one of their cunning ways how they planted it in the community because that's not something that we made up. It's kind of 
came from Games Workshop. So it is something completely new, but it still has a red thread uh, compared to four. So it's more like, let's say, the swap between three and six, maybe, because there was a massive difference, but it still had, you still had that red thread, so you could kind of recognize. Mm. You're not losing, it's not a complete redux of the game. No, no. Is it, like... it, is, it is a mechanical change to, to the game. Yeah. To, to make it more more its own. But the thing that everyone that plays Heresy now will recognize and understand and 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 easily learn the, the, the difference between the rule set and everyone that is new will think it's new and fresh. Mm. Brilliant. And I think it's kind of funny because we got like the spear counterpoint to Freddy here in Sweden because me and Pelle and a couple of other guys we went out and played a game uh, the day after and we got like free tables at I guess in Sweden, like one of the bigger friendly local game shops that still delivers at home. And people are just coming up to us. I was playing like uh, Gabriel, who has some really cool Sons of Horus. And he has this really nice Horus model that my pictures do zero justice because I'm basically running a photo cam hooked up to a potato battery and an end gauge. But people are just asking and are curious, like, oh, hey, is this coming up? And someone's like, oh, I'd love to play Heresy, but it's, the cost is very prohibitive to me. Mm. And we were like, oh, there's a new box coming out. And some people didn't know about it. Like, oh, a new box? Well, well, I might actually get into the Heresy now. Or like, oh, yeah, I really want to get back into Heresy, but I can't afford all that Forge World. There's yeah, like it happens at the... our table as well. People come up just yeah. talking, not just painted models, but actually yeah. the game. They heard yeah. the rumors, they've seen the trailer was released. Yeah, and they're and really so keen to like get in. Like Fred said, it's usually like people walking around like, you know, hushed whispers like, wait, that's pretty nice. Don't look, don't look the heresy people in their eyes. They might mm-hmm. get off about rivets and what tanks they're allowed. But now they're just coming up and asking. I tried droping these free 20-year-olds into the game, and they're, like, really receptive. Even being on, like, student money, they were like, oh, yeah, we'll get a box and share. This seems pretty good. So I think the hub-hub is still spreading. The difference is this time it's spreading outside of, like, standardized 30K circles. Because yeah. what Games Workshop yeah. is trying to do, and I think they're doing pretty decent headway so far, and I'm sure they're going to advance, they're trying to bring it to like front of mind using the Kettler and Kotler. They want to do like they want to create brand awareness, and yeah. very obviously, Horus Heresy is a new brand, and they want to spread the knowledge and like what does it stand for, what did it establish, and they got the trailer, they got the box, mm. front of mind. People are going to be like Horus Heresy. Oh yeah, this new box I can probably afford to split with a mate. Yeah, yeah. And I think and... what was what was interesting. I just want to and touch on with Freddie and and Henry because we had conversations about this is the the actual predicted because we don't have anything 100 percent solid yet but the predicted launch plan of the big as we as you talked about it with me henry because I, I had some concerns over it so i was chatting with henry about it um the big like master edition box then the more accessible you know the different price levels well this it's, is it right? it's, it's yeah. way more engaging You've got to assume, and again, we haven't got any evidence for this, right? But you, you have, you, and we're having to make assumptions. But I think you can make them safely, right? G- given, look, look at the cues, right? Look at what has has gone before. And this, like what Chris was saying as well, is it was. I think there were two really big prohibitive things about about the heresy. One was the cost, absolutely, like it was nonsense. What the fuck were we playing at? Right, paying paying that kind of money for a tactical squad and stuff like that. Right, like I look back on it now, I'm like, what on earth were we doing? Um, but also, like the the community was it was insular, and and I think there's the thing is if you 
if it's if it's going to succeed, it's got to make money, right? G, G, there's great people at GW, but GW is a corporation, right? It's a it's a business, so it, it, GW doesn't give a fuck as long as it's making money, right? So mm-hmm. if it's going to do that, then they're not going to do that by just appealing to this niche sect of of people that have been into it for a while but aren't necessarily go growing if that makes sense right it's why it's why i always wonder how long you're going to get historical uh games surviving right unless they can bring fresh fresh blood in kind of thing and i think if you if they then pitch it as you know it's a third system it's a different setting it's a different rule set but and again this i think this is a real key part is look at the logo the biggest word on there is is warhammer it's not it's you know it's massive warhammer then underneath the horus heresy so it's, it's making it clear it's like this isn't a niche forge world thing this isn't something that you shouldn't know about you know this isn't necromunda this isn't titanicus this isn't thing right that they, they those are specialist games right they're little niche things where if you don't really know about them then you don't know about them this is warhammer which has become a word that people know now right and most people yeah. recognize it and they're it's literally rebranding their stores with it yeah Right, so it's, yeah. it's Warhammer Horus Heresy. So again, it's like this has got to be a new system, like a proper, proper system. And if you look at, at what you're asking there, Jody, if you look at what they've done with the other ones recently mm. for their big launches, is you've had this big, very good value if you consider what the kits would be individually. I'm not saying it's good value in and of itself, but I'm saying you know if you were to buy the kit separately, it's very good value com- comparatively. You've been able to get this launch box, right? That's that's had the usually a rule book that's got a different cover as well, you know, which is just a nice thing. Like I've got the 40k and the Sigma ones, and you've got a nice like full artwork cover rule book in there kind of thing. You've got all the bits to play, but you've then also got a, a fuck ton of miniatures, right? But it costs mm-hmm. like it seriously costs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then. The Grandmaster box from Titanicus is probably like a prime example. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. that was a bit of a... Testing the waters. Because in Necromunda, they've really been pushing it. Yeah, not pushing it as in a negative way. But, you know, first we had like the Hive War box, which was the Sonar Tallest cardboard and two gangs. Perfectly okay. Then we had a second one. And then we had the Dark Uprising box, which was very, very definitely a niche game in a niche game. It was like Sonar Tallest and two completely yeah. new gangs. And it was like the price limit was up there. What they do, I think, what they do with that is that's almost, and it's obviously it's just to make money. I understand that. But I do feel like there is a nod in that to going, actually, this isn't the get the new gamers inbox, right? This is the, you fucking love heresy or you fucking love 40K or whatever. You're buying this, but this box is for you, right? Yeah, it's big, spoken stuff. You've got loads of stuff in there. There'll probably be something cool in there that you can't buy separately and what's happened with the last two main system releases it's usually been about a month before you could get things separately so you can you know you get it like that but then very very quickly and they did this in their agm meeting a few a few years ago if you read the myths they they've they've quickly identified right we need various points of entry for people so we need a a 25 pound way for someone to get into 40k a 50 pound way and then we need a classic starter set you know uh, and what those have done is they've tended to have the models that were in the launch box but in in lesser amounts mm-hmm. um and i don't think there's any reason and i genuinely don't know but i don't think there's any reason not to assume that's what we're going to see this release be like right because it just mm-hmm. makes sense if you look at what they've done with, 
We can only go done. You know, this isn't GW of five years ago. This is GW of now. You know, this this is how they're doing it. And they're very careful, aren't they, not to say starter set and things like that. I think it's maybe a hangover that we keep calling things starter sets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we're old. We've been doing it for a while. We, we got in, right? But actually, maybe that's not how people consume it now. Maybe that's not how people get in, you know, now and again. Maybe we'll see a starter set, as it were, that's, I don't know, a squad of tactical marines, a squad of terminators, and two characters. You know, and, Do you know and what I, I reckon, like, if they put out a box like that, like, let's just say, theoretically, I don't think, but still, start collecting Horus Heresy, and you get, like, one of the new Praetors, maybe two squads, maybe the new Plastic Contemptor. Oh, sell. I, I think you'll absolutely see it. I don't know, but I, I, I would bet significant money that you will see a start. I think so, too. And, heresy, and it, will be, it will be the Betrayal at Kalf Minis, or the, yeah, yeah it, what was the one that was the generic? Uh, yeah, that was betrayal at Cal. Uh, the chaplain. Yeah. yeah. So my betrayal. money would be it will be it would be a, uh, you know, the, these start collecting ones now. They're not the fifty quid. They're now combat patrol and stuff. I think they're calling them. So they're about yeah. Like yeah 90 the new pounds. ones are combat patrols. Right. Yeah. So they're like an army in a box, right? So yeah, and it tends to be forces from old box games or things like that. So what's I, I would bet serious money it will be the two praetors, ten mark four, ten mark three, five cats, five tarts and then mm, there's got to be a big thing in there right there's got to be a something item in there Contemptor. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see it like or a rhino in there or yeah or, right but they, there you go yeah like, because like, for the new like we'll combat it, patrol right? they usually throw in one new kit yeah you're, yeah great point great point so you know that and again this is all guesswork but i think it's very reasonable um, well, here's my here's my next thing. As we we are talking guesswork, Freddie. Yes. In any of your conversations, did any of this sort of stuff come up? And is there anything? I don't want a rumor monger, but I want a rumor monger. <laughs> I um, want a rumor monger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got uh, anything? I want the man whispering him something in like the lunch queue and nodding twice, tapping his nose. Uh, well, we 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 talked a little bit about a lot of things. Now I'm gonna try and remember. I was about to say something, and then I got fucking distracted by someone else talking. But um... well, you've been on this podcast before, right? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but but well, what they said is um, previously what what they've done uh, with the the box of like the calf box and stuff it was that they saw a chance to have. 40k people buying the box and and 30k people buying box and then other people just buying the box because it was a standalone game because mm -hmm. they didn't want to take any chances it was kind of used to testing the water uh it just became like super massive and then they did uh, prosper the same sort of way and realized that all of these is getting sold out then just like henry said um <laughs> they did the whole kind of adeptus titanicus stuff which also sold out so obviously they know that there's and and all of these testing the waters realize that that they could actually release heresy as their own standalone. There's been a lot of things about I, I know there's rumors going on like where's the Forge World people, what's going on, what's happening with this. But it, it is generally gonna be the third main system. It's just gonna be just as big as 40k, just as big as Age of Sigmar. And I, they were like pretty pretty when the, when oh. they were talking about yeah when they were talking about it they 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 just said that this is going to be the third 
main system. Releases will be similar as you see them in Age of Sigmar or in 40k. So just like you said, because I was talking about like how, how like the entry level is going to be, and 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 it's going to be obviously they don't use the same name as us, but like they 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 pointed a little bit towards 40k and said like, well, you had like you said, Chris, like those little mini army boxes you can buy. Uh, they also have like they pointed towards Adeptus Tectanicus that you could buy like a starter set, if we can call it the starter set, that has like uh, the rules that you need and a little bit of like templates and dice and shit, and and, and then they're also like um, so that that is not army bound. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can actually get like a starter set. So they said, like, if you get that starter set and combine it with, like, one of those battle forces, then that's perfect. And then it always is going to be, like, a, a mini one where you have, like, just a few Marines, you have, like, a basic rule set, and you have some something else. Um, nice. So, so you know what they... that is, Freddy? Sorry what? to interrupt. That's exactly what they did when they relaunched, like, 8th edition and then 9th edition, because they had, like... They, I forget the name, but they had like the deluxe edition, which was like full on, full on cardboard board. They had two rule books. They had like two armies, Necros and Space Marines. Then they had the level down, which I think was like 50 quid. Then you got like the basic combat detachment. Both armies got like three units and an HQ, and you got like a cardboard house. And then you had like the recruit. I thought I think they're called like recruit and command edition. And it's like basically differing values. And the last one was just basically, I think, like two troops, a fast attack for the Space Marines, heavy support for Necrons and two troops, and a commander each. And like really basically like, hey, this is the command edition, this is what you want. And don't hold me to this, but I think they even had a section like they used to do in Fantasy, where to go next, like what to expand with. Because that's yeah. the way they used to do it. And I think they did it in like the new 40k edition as well. So it's very thought through. And what you're saying makes sense with how they've done it so far in 8th edition. And regardless of how you feel about 8th edition, if you take away anything, it seems like they've taken the commercial aspects of success and is trying to apply it to heresy, which means, ostensibly, more heresy. From a business point of view, and I know everybody in here are you know, pretty business savvy. We don't talk about it because we get drunk and talk about what we love, not work. But from a business point of view, this seems like a pretty sustainable business model, which is what Games Workshop as a company is about. And as a hobby, that's actually good for you as well. Not to go like yeah. full catch twenty two, but what's good for Games Workshop will ostensibly become good for the hobby as well. If you yeah. own the stock. <laughs> well no, then that just becomes doubly good for you. I think that's how that works. Yeah. But um yeah. <laughs> Husband, <laughs> why are you buying so much stuff? Shut up. I'm bolstering the Games Workshop stock because we've invested all our retirement money in it. We what? <laughs> yeah, you see my hobby room, right? <laughs> it's for the kids, Sharon. Damn. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I love it. But yeah, oh bloody hell! <laughs> but no, I sorry think to I... interrupt you, Freddie. I just want to say you have a really good point, and I agree with you. That's right. <laughs> wow, uh, that happened. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no barb, no sarcasm. No. So basically, we're going to see. Um... A lot of things popping up now. And what they're going to do is just like they did for 8th edition. We remember they also did like weekly hypes and they had like count time clocks and all kinds of shit going on. Uh, expect to see that for Heresy as well. Awesome. And I tell you what, let's be honest, as not just a podcast, but we've got our own little community as well. We've got and you've got the Swedish community, global community. All that stuff is just going to be amazing because... 
honest to God, and I'm probably this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think we've been eating ourselves eating ourselves from you know our feet up waiting for stuff and now we can be hyped over countdowns hyped over i don't care if i would love honestly god i would love them to do you know they have the for 40k and that they do the the rumor mill they do the little little segmented picture of something do that we can we we can we can extrapolate the shit out of that we can have an entire episode (laughs) of one picture exactly if we could we could content the bollocks out of that (laughs) We, we sound like the Lee Harvey Oswald defense podcast. No, there's no need to defend it. Well, no, I agree. And can I just speak here like to the skeptic? Yeah. If you look at what's been released and what's upcoming and you're like, oh, no, I don't think about this. I don't think this is going to be good for the hobby. Like heresy isn't going to be improved. There's just going to be a bunch of new people. And I mean, that's how we got to where we are. Yes, when Betrayal at Calf and Turning of Prosper came, we did get an influx of 4K players who were like, well, I'm here to win, so I play Custodes and or Iron Warriors because minimum amount of painting, maximum amount of tears. But also, a lot of those people stayed and were super nice people and just started adapting to the community. Without fresh blood, GW is not going to invest in this hobby, and ultimately, that's, that's what we important. all want. That's very true. That's very true. We want more people. This weekend, me and Pelle played with a dude whose name is Julius. Uh, he's really cool. He attended high school the first time he came to a Harris event. Now he's studying to become a veterinary. Shout out to Julius. Great dude. Hope I yes, get that. Yes, but the bombs on your fucking terror squad. Seriously. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. And he came back to the hobby, and he was like super nice and engaged, and he wants to get back in. People come and they go, because the world is but a stage. Yada, yada, yada. William Shakespeare. And I mean, we need new blood and new players and just yes. be a nice person. Be as nice to new people as you are to everyone playing. An yeah. easy, accessible way into play. And that's yeah. what you can do with these new boxes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Cal box and the Prospera box did. Um, yeah. It's been nothing since they discontinued that. I don't think that people should underestimate the game. The legis- <laughs> I can't even Legitimacy? Yeah, exactly. Beer fibers. <laughs> uh, of it actually becoming a GW, uh, Games Workshop. GW. GW. Uh, workshop, kind of, Games Workshop main sort of game. Mm-hmm. I think people shouldn't, even though people, some are like haters, haters going to hate, mm-hmm. but no, no, no. it over. But still, the thing is, while we had that goodness, if everyone goes back and remember that forceful goodness, when everything happened, we had the massive, there were weekends each year and on and on and on. That's going to like, now we're just going to have like when we played Games Workshop, like 40K back in the day, like third edition, second edition, we're going to be hype at game. Like we, Heresy players is going to start reading White Dwarfs again. Yeah. yeah. Wanting, wanting to go to Warhammer Fest and, and yeah. yeah. Imagine if they released like a Conquest magazine sort of uh, type, yeah, but for yeah. Heresy. Yeah. Oh, let's 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 have that. If you're listening to this and you don't know what Conquest is, it's basically a bespoke 40k newspaper, which is like 50 pages, and you get like a free piece of plastic with it, like the old like official UK PlayStation magazine. Very good value way of collecting yeah. what they're selling. Mm-hmm. What they're selling. Um, I had to nip out for five minutes. Did I? Did anybody ask Freddie like what was his favorite bit of all of Adepticon or not? Not yet. We haven't. We, we, no, we, no, we no still chirp- cares about Adepticon. I care about you. We were chirping on about the uh, still about the the releasing and stuff. So oh, yeah, fair point. Which one of good... you are Freddy again? 
Shut up, Chris. Um, <laughs> I love you, but stop. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I will. Um, so, yes, a fair question, Freddie. As the yep. man says, what was your favorite bit? Uh, well, like the favorite uh, planned event uh, was the team event. Me and Jake fucking had heaps of fun. It was so fucking sociable. Uh, we were just talking to everyone, like playing to, like we had really really nice opponents and it was like super fun super relaxed a lot of beers uh heaps of fun rolling dice laughing and shit that was awesome uh, another high point was doing the fucking uh praetor wrestling match yeah well, i was wondering what the yeah. fucking hell that was tell us tell yeah, us tell us uh, more about that one yeah basically we decided that we're gonna get like a like a wwe wrestling arena and then people are just going to bring their own praetors and we're just going to have a smackdown to decide who is kind of being the best praetor and then after a massive amount of alcohol got consumed suddenly all praetors were dead and then suddenly it became like a primark fight <laughs> quality and, and, and then I getting my dad yeah and then, I, and then suddenly like they were like oh we have to make this like a, a adepticon regular and I just remembered Scandus 2015 King of the Hill scenario. Bam, bam, bam. Exactly what we did with like crazy creative to like you had to build your own fucking uh, centurions because back then it was only centurions. Maybe <laughs> there was didn't a. We do, solar... Didn't we do that two Scandises ago as well? We're back, Max and the guys were the last one we did before the uh, Corona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was God. Yeah, that's 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 legit, man. But perhaps that was an initiative from the game, the player, not the. Well, I remember that because I went to the bathroom and I was like, "Hey, Seb, keep an eye on my predator and how he's doing." And I got back from taking a whiz, and I'm like, "Hey, Seb, where's my predator?" It's like, "Here he is. He immediately died." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool." <laughs> yeah, checks out. <laughs> yeah, it worked. No, but the thing is, no. regular number two did not stand the test of time. <laughs> So th definitely, this is something I'm thinking about. So maybe at Lincoln at night, we'll do a fucking... Um, we'll dust yeah. off the old King of the Hill rules. And I don't even know that if they're still in our Dropbox. I found it on my computer. Uh, I don't think it's on my, our Dropbox. I think they might not they be. They don't actually. sell beer at Lincoln, though. We have to sort that out. Oh, well, you know, fucking sports bottles with stuff yeah. in it. Like we're not sneak drinking. We've all been to high school. We know how this works. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys have high school in England? Well, no, but I'm trying to keep it relatable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we got, oh, yes. yeah, we got, we got high we're, school. Yeah, we got high yeah, school. But it's called mate. something different, right? Like secondary school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so definitely that was, that was like super fun, which made me think about it because it kind of brought back and everyone's super pumped. I The, the whole thing about Adepticon is that Everyone is so fucking hard for heresy. It is amazing. Everyone is so fucking. It... Dude, I can't. Uh, what what was it like, right? Being in that, I uh, like you say, like hardcore heresy fans, and finally, we get it. We get the announcement. Yeah. We were like, like it must like because obviously it was awesome being at home watching it and mm -hmm. and uh you know i didn't i just went to bed but i woke up in the morning <laughs> and, like, people were like oh, i have a small child so i'd fuck that now um but like it was yeah it was waking up in the morning and obviously it was you know my, my inbox was going mad with these links and i was like what what, what? you know and, and the trailer was just yeah the, the trailer was i, I can't yeah. imagine what it would have been like like actually being at the event with it 
with it happening? Um, uh, well, people lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it in a, in a, in a better way. People just got <laughs> fucking star rage crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm looking forward fucking lost their minds. This, this, this day on the 7th, this, this open mm-hmm. day, or what are they calling it? I, I want to get the name wrong for it because that's when people start getting confused, isn't it? Right. The Horace Heresy open day. Like, Oh man! Finally, <laughs> like all of Warhammer World dedicated to this happening, to heresy. Happening. It's like a dream again, right? Oh mate, yeah. And, and it's, it's not. And, and I'm not going along to to go. Oh, look at this new incredible resin kit that they've made that costs nine hundred pounds, and I'll never buy. It. You know, no. I'm going along to this event to see a new edition of the game and and then, and this that and the other. You know, it's, well, the secret is Henry. You say you're never going to buy it, but then you drink a bit and then you drink some more and you're like, fuck it. The kids don't need new shoes every damn month. I my worst was it was at Warhammer World. It was a heresy open day, and I bought three pack of Predators and the yes. Mara and the Maragal uh, Dreadnought. Yes, I was excited. <laughs> I had returned them before I left Warhammer World no. that day. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I can't, I can't, I need to eat for two months. I, I, was, just, I was just too hype. I was, I think I'd walked around the miniatures hall or something. I was just so overwhelmingly excited about everything. I just went and bought it. And then I I'm going to be honest with you. It's one of the few joys about being flat broke is that you can live all the hype and no matter what you do, your card will just not go through. <laughs> it's a world of joy. I'm just going to say it's a whole relief. You get the, all the fun of trying to pay for it. And then the understanding that you're too broke to actually afford it, and therefore it doesn't matter anyway. It's a it's a it's a brave new world, mate. It's a brave new world. <laughs> so it's all like real day, won't day, and there's like, oh fuck it, I don't care. Fuck it, I don't care. It's not going to happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what happens the day it goes through, and you're stuck with terrifying horror of, uh oh. <laughs> That's the day I wonder who hacked my bank account. <laughs> yeah. You can actually buy that Stormbird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. That Nigerian <laughs> prince really did exist. <gasps> so I've actually I've written down a question for Freddie here. Yep. And it's like a serious one. Freddie, when you got back from Adepticon, and obviously you were super stoked about heresy, what was the first heresy army project that got stuck in your mind that you now want to do? Yes. That I, I want to do. I want to repaint you all my... also. You're on <laughs> air. I want to repaint all my Empress Children, but no. Uh, I what want to fin- I want to finish at least <laughs> three thousand points of Iron Hands. How much uh, points do you have now? Uh, 1,500. That's... Oh, that's, a, that's a super heavy two Gorgon Terminator unit. That's easy. <laughs> no, free no, squads but... of Medusa and Immortals. That's it. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, well basically, I want to have uh, some um, grab rapiers, because grab is the thing. Uh, <laughs> Land Raider, three dreadnoughts. Some more fucking, because you can up to five land speeders. And I thought the land speeders were so five? annoying. Five in a squadron? Yeah. Cool. Well, we don't know yet, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, you so far, you Current settings, current standings. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not like it's going to be sad if I paint five land speeders and have mm. them fully painted. No. Uh, especially when I have the hobby mojo. Uh, obviously, I'm going to finish Ferris because I need him down. Uh, also, it got me enticed to extending Lincoln to a two-day fucking... I don't know how many fucking PMs I had on Messenger. <laughs> uh, oh, why why aren't we making uh, Lincoln a two-day Centurion event? I want to try. Like we, you will have 40 Danes if you do it. Oh, you'll have... There were more daily on Lincoln events for a heresy shit. It was two days. 
It was me daily. Of course, you're gonna play Titanicus one day, you fuckers. Nej, 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 jeg vil ikke spille Titanicus. Jeg vil bare spille Hass. Chris, 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 Chris. There are no subtitles on this podcast. There is no way anybody, even the Danes, are going to understand what you're saying. Just get drunk. No, the Danes get me. They get me. They're cool like that. They can keep you then. <laughs> you know, that's a lie, but they do get me. Hmm. Okay, so Freddy, what mark of Land Raider? Mark 2B? No, no, no. I'm, I'm doing the plastic one because it's Iron Hands. Oh. So they need like the shoebox one. Oh, cool. Uh, I, yes. Yeah, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. I forgot the original, the yep. original plastic one. Um, so that that's just like uh, I started. Uh, obviously, I want destroyers. Um, I want everything. So I'm doing all that shit. If you're gonna <laughs> start a new project with uh, this, perhaps call it starter box. Which army is gonna be? Oh, if we're gonna start a whole new army. Yes, you got Ooh. all the armies anyway, so I know you doesn't count. Okay. No, <laughs> but. but I've been thinking about actually, because I have Horus, I have Loken, I have Abaddon. Oh, I, I like th- where this is going. Yeah. I was thinking about actually at least have, you know, 2,000 points of Sons of Horus. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's actually, I tell you what, I'm going to just run with that for a second. Legit question. Everybody on here. So we've had Freddy's answer. Henry, somebody drops the big box with all the toy- bells and whistles in your, in your lap. What legion are you going to do? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> on, on your doorstep, and it says, please raise this baby. Yeah, <laughs> please raise this baby in good painting quality. <laughs> yeah, I can't take care of it. <laughs> please raise it, sir. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, what's the word? Um, contrary or anything like that. But when I first saw the plastic beakies, mm-hmm. I actually really want to paint them as crimson fists. Like old, like old train. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it is, it is really exciting. All this stuff that we're seeing, but it's not, it's not stuff we haven't seen before. If that makes sense, like I've, I have painted Demos rhinos a lot. I have painted Spartans. (laughs) I have painted a lot of Heresy models. Right, so it's really cool that they're, you know, coming and all of that, and and that's exciting. But it's. The, the mark to me that what we've seen so far in those like grainy leaked photos and then now the official ones i i think it's the mark six that excites me the most um because it looks well proportioned right I so as a, as a painter right that's really exciting and i just of course i'm gonna do heresy stuff of course i am um i spoke to you guys before i think I'm, me and my hobby group are looking to hobby and cow for the next while um but I, I really want to paint some crimson fists, like just a squad, maybe a squad That's legit, man. or something like yeah. in, in that in that scheme, and then get back to heresy and do it. I, having said all of that, when we when we found out about this, a forge were like, oh, we're putting our prices up, blah blah blah. I was doing a clear out. I saw my white scar Sakaran, and then I was like, oh fuck. So I did go. On, <laughs> I, I did go you on. You could do order. a diorama with just a well, front, this is... front picture of the old road trader. Red. That uh, would robot. be nice, right? But I've I'm also now sat on sat on three three golden Kashig jet bikes Ooh. and a Kizagan speeder. So the, maybe the, maybe I'll be painting them white. Uh, the the thing that I probably will do uh, now that you kind of gave me inspiration is that I, it, I will at least put two squads aside of the beakies 
paint them as Crimson Fist because I have the Crimson Fist special character that they released like the mm -hmm. for ages ago. What's oh, his name again? The special, the special, the guy with the uh, yeah, with the walking walking guy with the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna make them uh, into Crimson Fists, and I'm gonna use them to play Second Ed against my <laughs> my Goth Orcs. <laughs> And uh, then the rest I'll I'll probably just use for my Sons of Horus <laughs> and stuff, and mix them out with heaps of mark. Yeah. So Fred is using them to play himself. What about you, Pally? It's it's a tough one. This isn't it. Like how many? Yeah. Like, it's it's do you start a new army? That's the really big question, isn't it? Yes. Like I've been for long been thinking of a totally new army. I've been mm -hmm. talking about restoring my blood angels, so that doesn't mm -hmm. count. And. Uh, one of my fanboys for like since the second edition is the Loves of Sons. Oh. Now I got the reason for it. Yeah, that's fair. I like and the sound. And at the hobby store, I was there last time. I got my youngest daughter with me. She just happened to take part of um, <laughs> Tamaya Clear Red. So it has to be a sign of God, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, that's legit, mate. Those Mark Six look. <laughs> I reckon they would look amazing with some of the yeah. Achaean oh. pattern heads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they look so good in the metallic red scheme with some nice nice pearl white on there or something. So that's what probably what I'm going to do. Visions of Heresy, man. Like, there's there's some... That's an old book, but there is some... I feel like the Mark VI armor is really... <sighs> a lot of the artwork in that Visions of Heresy stuff was for the... The card game, right? And, yep. and that was that was in that sort of weird crapshoot kind of do whatever the fuck you want. We don't really know what heresy stuff looks like. Nothing was defined, was it? So like all the marines look wildly different in it. And a lot of that artwork, I'm like, oh man, those Mark Six would be so good as like foundation models for a lot of those those things just by sticking the resin. Like the the ultramarine Praetor heads would look. Are they the Praetor, oh, yeah, you know the ones. Yeah. Like, they would look amazing. The the yeah, like I said, I think the thousand thousand suns would look brilliant. Hopefully, the uh, the rules for uh, psychic power in this version will be. Mm. I believe nice they might, but but let's not digress. Jody, same question. Somebody drops it off in a hamper on your doorstep, like knocking quickly twice. Please raise this child. I do not have the means to paint them. Well, first of all, I check what it's not. I check it's not a glitter bomb because that would be my luck. Um, um, oh, jeez! You know what? Beard now. I am. You can't take beard. Iron Warriors here. You cannot. But, to be honest with you, my first New thought project. was: my first thought was take ten beaky Marines and put them over for my for the Iron Warriors I've got left. That was my first thought. However, if I was just taking the box, it has to be a brand new project. Oh boy. Um, I've got to go with what I was saying earlier when we were talking before before the um, before we started recording. I would probably go ultramarines. Oh yes, interesting. Oh, I would go yeah. ultramarines. I don't think I'd go marble crazy because I I like that people like marble, but there's marble and then there's too much marble. Oh, you're a man of taste. I, well, I like to think so occasionally, um, but I think I would. I'd like to do that. A big box set, go all out. And then go absolutely nuts on the special units. Oh, because yeah. I think you've got an amazing core. You know, if you bought some jump packs, just, let's say there's like, I don't know, let's say there's 40 Mark VI in the box, right? Let's say, just say that. There's 40 Mark VI. Two tactical squads, 
go out and buy 20 jump packs. You then got two 10 man assault squads. Mm. Brilliant core for any Marine force. You got yep. your Terminators. You can, you can convert those up. You can play with them. And like I was saying, like Henry and I were talking about earlier, there's so much lean into freedom with the Ultramarines. You can go Roman, you can go Greek, you can, you know, you can... You can go traitor of, Ultramarine. You could have some fun. You could go, you could do the completely unthinkable and have a destroyer, um, a destroyer-based army. You know, it's just... The Nemesis chapter, that, that nearly every, that every single Ultramarines fan is currently feverishly working away on. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I would, I would go full... Um, think it's more greek than roman look i would and i'd want to get in like big shields and i love like the suzerain models and stuff like that but i just think those shields could be more elegant like Ro- the roman spartans yeah well spartans greeks yeah, yeah I, I just stuff. want something a bit more elegant with the shields to go into that theme but yeah if, they, if it was you know Cody, can i feed into your fantasy here and again do what you want do it mate do it my suggested theme would be like, you know how Spartan society was basically like 10% warriors, 90% slaves. So they're a bunch yep. of slave uprisings. Ultramarines, they run a planet, they get cut off from Ultramar. They start mm-hmm. a slave economy and Horus is like, you guys should really be running your own empire, fringe empire. <laughs> you know the emperor is going to replace you guys with worthless bureaucrats instead of capable bureaucrats. Boom, you get a neo-Spartoy nation run by genetic superhumans who have a slave society of militia. So basically, pre pre runners to the Minotaurs, then. Yes, well, and then they become the Minotaurs. Don't they have like that fucking right of war, the secret police mm, thing? The yes, they do. Police, yeah, they do. I mean, it's so much. But yeah, honest to God, hand on heart. Even though for all the time I've been a G- uh, fan of GW, I have despised the Ultramarines in 40k for their poster <laughs> boy status and the generic "we do everything in blue." Spiritual leech. I adore them in 30k. So yes, it would be the Ultramarines. <laughs> They're awesome. Uh, what about you, Chris? Come on, you're not getting out of this. Oh shit, son. Well, okay. Basically, I think since I saw that kit, I was like, well, it's gonna be slightly bigger, isn't it? Hmm, okay, this new guy with the huge fucking axe and the weird artificer wrought armor. I don't know if I think that looks Sons of Horus, but you know what it looks like to me? It looks Black Shield as fuck, son. I think one of the first times I was on this podcast, I was like, yes, Black Shields is like the creme de la creme, sorry, JP, uh, about doing hobby because you can do whatever theme you want and you can mix up whatever weapons you want. These guys are slightly bigger. They've got the beaky look from like book six, Retribution. They've got they've got a fucking Praetor with a huge fuck off axe and totemic items on him. <laughs> to me, these guys look like chimeric black shields. All right, let's oh, but, like it. just get that. Huge blo- but it depends on if I can get if I can get the the transfers because the decals have been out of seat forever. I potentially have an old acquaintance who have them. We're in the haggling phase. If I can get a hold of a transfer sheet, then I'm going black shields. Otherwise, um, the thing is, you can use any transfers. There's like, uh, yeah, I know that's the best thing. There's like, uh, like any fucking French World War II. Uh, why not? Yeah. And yeah. if I can't get a hold of that, I'm probably going to do either Traitor, Sons of Wars, or Loyalist because I got really inspired by the new book. No, not the new one. Uh, the first one in the Siege of Terror. When you just have yep. a bunch of like, sorry, Pele, a bunch of recently inducted, freshly like implanted what? marines, and they're like, "Here's the bolter, there's the enemy, go, 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 go." What's it going to do? And with I me? like that approach. 
The one with the bolter shoots. The yeah. one without follows. <laughs> I just I can just hear Freddy's I can just hear Freddy's weary training like hold the end of the bolter. Not that end of the bolter, <laughs> obviously. Go that way, <laughs> shoot that way, thank you. Or at least pull the trigger and say he was having to train you any further. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Safety is not your friend right now. So uh, here's a, yeah, here's so that's a what I'm gonna do. Here's a follow-up to that follow-up que- to that question. Okay, because I'm I'm conscious of time. I don't want us to run too long today. But that Praetor model, I personally think has a huge amount of potential. You've already dropped the idea of black shields, Chris. I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on what Legion, but I'm gonna throw out there straight away with a bit of green stuff work, just to add to the shoulders. Space Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yes, good idea. Get rid he of looks, the banner as well. Yeah, he looks big and hulking and looks like he's a yarl of something, uh, of some sort. And, you know, I think he would make an amazing, especially when you talk about totems and stuff and fetishes yep. on there. You can paint them the right way. They would look, mm, well, chef's kiss. I'm going to preempt Pelle, Night Lords. He's got a headsman's axe. You can <laughs> easily put some more skulls on there. Just put some cards on the on the coins. He could make a really good Night Lord. I would give him a skull helmet because I'm going to guess that you can move the head pretty easily because you could be pretty much every etiquette. I think he'd make an ace Night Lord character. Of course he yeah. is. More Night Lord or a, um, yeah, a character, Praetor. I already said Night Lord's Pele. You have to come yeah. up with something else. I confer- <laughs> confirming what you're talking about, moron. Another Night Lord. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's just Another. a different image. What the hell are you going on about, Chris? Come on. Yes. How dare I question your artistic integrity? I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. How dare you, sir? Okay, for this um, occasion, then. Well, I'm How about say... Freddy? Freddy always has, like, Gradius. Uh, I can see him turning into awesome Empress children. By Ooh. getting a more flyboy and Ted, swapping the axe for, for like, a, a really fucking uh, nice sword. And, yeah. Yeah, like a two-handed big sword. Yeah. Like a Zweihander? Like, like imagine like a like Fulgrim's long-haired head, but kind of more like uh, an Empress Children, normal marine, long-haired, like blonde, sort of, uh, what's that, Sig- Sigswald dude? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Sigswald. Sigswald the Magnificent. Uh, yeah, oh, the, like, the fantasy guy, yeah? Yeah. He got a new cast fairly recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. so taking his sword and maybe his head, and then, uh, and then add some more, uh, like... Um, Wings and shit. Because yeah. all those, all those. Rats... Did you say some more twinks? No, but wings, mate. Wings. wings. Yeah, you Sorry. See, all those round little things that cut, like he has all over his body. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the same model here, right? Yeah. We are. Yes. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so like, imagine because uh, uh, he has semi nipple ones. So imagine having one of them would have like sort of like Fulgrim has like a big massive feather coming up from that one. Yep. That would really, yeah, cool. really nice. I, I think a giant, like, um, well, if we could, if we had some somewhere, like an etch brass um, emperor's children wing coming off that shoulder, the the shoulder plate, that would look exquisite on there as well. Or you, or you could do it like Valdor, couldn't you? He he's got that ludicrous wing on his yeah. shoulder plate, hasn't he? That's that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, he he's his own special. You know, level ninety nine. Well, what, what I'm thinking about, like, uh, and then converting some, some of, like, so, uh, uh, if we imagine the model now, let's let me see if I remember what the fuck it looks like. So you see, you stand there holding some sort of butcher's axe, 
mm-hmm. and then and then like on his left nipple, just like Fulgrim, that would be like the wing thing. And then on the right one, I would change that over to like that open head, you know, that screaming head thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they always have the head that's like, oh, you know, <laughs> that symbol mm-hmm. that's on fucking the emperor everywhere. Uh, and then maybe changing one. So I have that head thingy and then doing like an eye of horrors underneath and so on. And you just Wait. get like all the occult symbols like together. And I'll probably have a look at Fulgrim and see exactly what stuff he has and try and, and yeah, because he, he has kind of like a, a storm cast head as well on his shoulder, shoulder mm-hmm. guard. So probably, so swap all those round symbols. A fair amount of customization is what you're saying. But, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's works. super easy to do, though. Mm. And again, it could be a really cool world leader character as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. look. Massive chain axe. Yeah. I just got a crazy idea, and I'll get like Pella's feedback on this. If you look at him <laughs> and you imagine that we take the axe and we shave off like the entire blade, like the sharp part, and you take the head to get rid of the top knot, get rid of like the banner on him, and you just give him a big banner. Like make him hold a banner that's leaning slightly down like a herald. Ah. And he's a death guard herald. Because he's beefy, oh. he's big. He looks like yeah. he can take a beating. He has a nice rebreather on him. I think that head could actually be, if you change it, that could be a decent Mortarion head. You could do him late heresy as well with like pop yeah. marks on the shoulder and stuff where all yeah. that molding it. That oh. plague uh, with a slime yeah, grind. I think you could, yeah. yeah, and you could just take like the old Mark II or Mark III banner and put it on that hand because that's what people used to do with like the Tribune, you know, the one you could mm-hmm. buy in the store. I think you, you could be a pretty decent you, Death Guard Tribune. You mean Ventaris before they did a Ventaris model, which was... No, not that one. Uh, I mean the guy, you know, like the guy who's like a basic... Uh, no, Delegatus, was it? He was like a sheepish predator character. Oh, you mean the guy with the axe? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Max made a herald out of him, and that was a really good choice, aesthetic choice. I mean, Max from uh, Road to Terror and Road nice. to Reichland. And the Barefoot yeah. Miniatures on YouTube. Check them out. They do heresy. Ooh, nice. Well, Henry, you got to get in on this action, mate. Well, you got any thoughts? Um, I'm going to try and make the best heresy miniature I've ever done using this guy. Oh, uh, I, I fell in that's a high bar, dude. Fell in love with this model. Yeah. I, will, I will 100% commit now. I'm going to turn him into a white scar. Um, oh, and I think and I, I am determined to make him my favorite heresy miniature I've done. I've done one heresy miniature ever that I've been happy with. And unfortunately, that one got obliterated when oh. my cabinet fell to, fell to pieces. Oh. Um, so this is a good opportunity to get, get back on that horse and, and, and come out. Like there's just, I don't know, there's something about this the presence that this model has and mm-hmm. I, I when i first saw him i was like i can make a cool white scars model from that um, that cloak do you think you can so i don't know man like i'm, I'm gonna I, I i will do it i will do it and uh yeah you believe it in the cloak the cloak is sort of late Genghis khan right because they had mm-hmm. big screw off cloaks when they con- when mm-hmm. they conquered queen china you make it whatever you want mate i mean yeah yeah i tell you what yeah, there's a lot. If you make a nightlord of it, you uh, green stuff some faces on it, like the skin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. I think you'll make a decent salamander too, because they have these uh, big cloaks, right? I've got to say this. I've got to say this, right? I know. I know. I don't want to commit to anything because we don't know if he's going to be released separately. However, I reckon if he is, we all get one and we all make him. 
into these in these legions just okay. for shits and giggles for everybody. Okay. I I will commit to doing a wolf law to doing a, a space yeah. wolf version. Yeah, yeah. Done. Hands up. I, if I can get my hands I, on one, I will do it. Sure. What's the um? What's the what's the forfeit? What if we don't do it? No, 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 no. Because come on, this is there ought to be something at stake here with it, didn't there? Oh, yeah, what, what, Beth, yeah. yeah everyone be? paints one, and um, uh, all right, let's do this. Everyone paints one, and yep. then we're gonna have like uh, we're gonna use my stupid uh, uh, King of the Hill rules. Oh, we'll have a fight. Yeah, that's awesome. Escandus. Escandus. The, fu- yes. the fuck is my tribe? The fuck is my herald gonna do? He's gonna hit somebody over the head with a stick. He's gonna hit uh, them with I'm a gonna, stick at distance. For, for once, we're, we're we're gonna put part of the money f- money for the events, like uh, I don't know, like uh, fifty quid or something, to do it into like a champagne bottle or some shit that the victory the the person that wins <laughs> uh, best painted slash best fucking praetor bash fighting dude, yeah, uh, wins. Okay, that's a good point, but I just want to throw it in there. Instead of champagne, it has to be mintu, because that means that whoever wins drinks it, and the rest of us get the joy of seeing them drinking mintu. I hate you. No. <laughs> I don't have a body that can handle alcohol. I'll die no, whatever it is. I don't want to die to mintu. <laughs> I don't want to die no to No one does, Jody, but you chose this life, and it shows you in part. You knew it would end like this. It is gangster. Okay, fair enough. We we, we can make it into a thing. So this is like the our internal podcast uh, fucking and, fun challenge. Yeah, and what I'll, yeah. I'll I'll actually make something like the sword of scanners. I make like a, a trophy where we engrave whoever wants. I I I, I think all that's cool, but I I think there's too often these projects people just cop out on. So if I don't do this guy, I will, <laughs> I will, we get to shave your head. I will buy you each. Ooh. A Horus Heresy vehicle of your choice. Wow. Ooh. If I do not do this within the next calendar year, because <laughs> no. I, I, I have no idea if they're going to release this guy. Caveats come out, don't they? Here we go. However, however, I'm being, no, this is a big one. If I Scandus, don't. Right? Scandus is our deadline. Fine. If I don't have this done by Scandus, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. At Scandus, You're gonna wax we would your... do it. A live video of my beard being shaved off. <gasps> nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm down with that. Really? Yeah, I can do that. Really? I'll shave my beard as well. I will. I will have a clean face for the first time in twenty-four years. Yeah. Yeah. You guys haven't met me for a while, but I have a beard now as well, which Pelican. Yeah, but you can't take. You can't take that one from me. That's mine. That's a big sacrifice. So no. You did. Okay. Just okay. So if I don't beard. do it, I'll shave you with his beard. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> like, Heads, I win. Tail, you lose. Probably glue his beard back together because yeah. he's really fucking <laughs> sad. I'm gonna have to do that for me afterwards. <laughs> okay, what the fuck, man? Come on, keep them coming, keep them coming. I want to hear some other stuff from other people. Come on, we Henry and I have stepped up. Chris, I reckon if you don't get it done, you have to be. Nice to Denmark. Each, each of our, right, we get you for five hours at Scandas being our hype man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything we do, right, that's what you, so your job is just to be Jody's hype man for five hours. Freddie's hype man for five hours, right? Yeah. No, makes sense. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I, I'll even up the ante. I won't just be your hype man. I'll be your herald. Nice. There we go. There we go. Yes. 
Introducing creator of painted masterworks, artificer of grand arts, the one, the limited, you haven't, you haven't Henry Steele Esquire. You haven't lost yet, Chris. It's all right. <laughs> you get, get the practice in. Get the practice in. <laughs> Maker of the way, shaper of the clay, he who formeth the peace of right, our life. What do I bring it to the table? Oh, what's reasonable? I don't know. Um... You get Freddie's face tattooed on you. Right, next. <laughs> 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 no, no tattoos. No tattoos. What's your, how, what's your manor war collection like, Pelly? Yeah, I got the Britannia and the Dark Elf and some unpainted orcs. So, how about one of those fleets goes on the line? Sure. Dexter, <laughs> is this getting legit? <laughs> what about you, Freddy? Freddy has to trump all of us. It is. It is known. So uh, is it some sort of sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't paint this guy in time for Candace. Or I'll, I don't want to. Uh huh. But then I'll I'll sell my last uh, Warhammer Fantasy army, my Britonians. Whoa. To to Henry for an incredibly reasonable price. <laughs> you should have done something less painful, Freddy. You should have done something less painful, like getting a new kid. Uh, no. He's got enough of those. <laughs> He's got enough of those. Yeah, selling it will will manage me my financially to get a new kid. You know. <laughs> all right. So that's right. I like it. It's a good challenge. We are locked in now, ladies. We're and all gentlemen. in this podcast. Podcast now has to paint. That, so that is no, better than like... fucking sell out in five five seconds, and we can't get yeah. it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to fake my fucking death to get out of this, uh, Christopher. I do not know him. I am Lysint Bildmald. We're Joe, gonna you're all be doing on... Space Wolf, yeah? You're yeah, doing Space, space Wolf. Chris, Chris, you're doing a Death Guard Herald? Uh, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Want... Yeah, okay, cool. I Freddy, think so, yeah. yeah. You're going to do your Then Empress I take the Night Lord. Hello's taking the Night Lord, and I'm going to do a White Sky. Okay, cool. Game on. So Freddy, what's you going to do? Well, uh, apparently I'm doing Empress Children. Yes. Well, I think it has to be after that conversation. Get, get Eric in on this as well. We'll uh, we'll find out what he wants to do. I'll put money on Thousand Sons, but I would be very interested to see what he comes up with. It's gonna it's gonna involve taking his clothes off, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's gonna involve getting some Dane to take his clothes off historically. <laughs> or or he'll take another Dane's clothes off. Now now I'm looking forward to heresy. Yeah. <laughs> now we're back. I tell you yes, what. Yes, casual Danish nudity. That's always the caveat you need to get excited for heresy, Henry. Greatest prophylactic ever made, nude Danes. Yeah, well, that and nude Finns, but we won't go into that. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of our shield to the east, Jory. We need them <laughs> right now. Yeah, Why are you like hours. that, man? <laughs> anyway, right, so we've now got... Not only do we have a, an amazing amount of heresy to look forward to, we have a podcast challenge that you all can follow along and remind us about as we go along because, you well, you know, the stakes are high. There's a beard on the line. There's heresy models. There's a Man of War those. fleet on the line. There's a Man of War fleet on the line. <laughs> there's, there's so much on the line There's right my now. inability to be a snarky asshole for five hours on the line. Come on, uh, people. Well, technically 20, 25 hours because it would be five hours for all of us. <laughs> yeah, well, you exactly. guys have to decide in between yourselves who's going to be first. Because yeah. I have more energy for it in the beginning. Well, I'm, if I've saved my beard, I think I'm, I'm going to claim first place. <laughs> <laughs> However, we've got all that. 
We've had a, a, a quick run through of um, chatting about the horror, the, the stuff that's been released. We've had a quick chat about um, Freddy's Adepticon experience. Uh, but Freddy, because I, I want to wrap this up now, because I think it's about time we do that. Give us your over, overall thoughts about Adepticon. Let's that, that's, that's, that's talk about the heresy at Adepticon, the event itself, how it was run, the dudes there. Can you just give us your overall, mate. I think, like like all these events, uh, it's kind of similar. Uh, it's super laxed. Uh, no one reads the players back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I, I just, I just, it was just super, super fun. Every, everyone, you could, I think it's also coming down from we had Corona and shit, so people were just like fucking socially starved and especially being like in the same venue with uh 60 or 80 other fucking heresy dudes uh and everyone just loves the he- the hobby everyone just like people that you never met they became your best friends everyone's psyched and then the the release of the new heresy on the same back it feels like if we talk about the ukraine it feels like finally they were like at least our hobby world is going to a fucking awesome place and everyone's stoked and everyone's like, oh, fuck, I'm coming back for next year. I'm going to start going to that. Like, we, ha- I had so many people saying, like, oh, I heard so many times about Scandis. I want to come over to Scandis. I want to do a Swedish event. I want to travel more. Like, if you can travel to Chicago, fuck, we can go to Sweden. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, this is the new thing. Awesome. So, yeah, stay at Freddy's place. Yeah, well, I think if everyone that I invited to my place comes, <laughs> I'll need to somewhere to live. You're gonna need a new apartment. <laughs> a new, yeah, a new fucking place. Um, well, Pella's place is pretty big. Well, exactly. It's too no, far but, away. But, but the thing is, like, everyone is so has had all this people. Some people hadn't done any hobby during Corona. Other people have done a lot of hobby. But the thing is, every regardless if you've done a lot or if you haven't done, it seems like everyone had all this like built up energy that just aching to release and this is the year that it's all going to happen because everyone's so fucking pumped to do events to talk to people to like get out and 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 do all that stuff so it's i don't know it was fucking it was super good like the atmosphere uh how the people were uh yeah it, it was amazing Amaze balls. that's brilliant and also, Freddie, uh, I haven't said it, but thanks for being at the Leptcon, and thank you for actually taking pictures, sending stuff back, and presenting the podcast. I know yeah. you were obviously there for you, but thanks. My phone died all the time, and I was super drunk, and, and I kept forgetting. Yes, but you were not drunk enough to lose your phone again, and then call people on said phone and yell at them for losing your phone. <laughs> I lost my Which power is the Freddie hallmark. Zach has my power bank. <laughs> oh, well, as long as he doesn't have your phone, but he will always have your heart. Let's no, be and driver's license. Yeah, that's uh, sadly not your credit score. So um, I don't know if that's good or bad. We'll see. Um, but it sounds like, honest to God, it sounds like Adepticon was amazing. So much hype, so much joy for, for what's coming out with Heresy. I think if you're listening to this and you don't get that from us as well, um, I don't know. Then I don't know what to say. To? Yeah, exactly. Because this Heresy train... a link on, and then we'll, we'll give you some of our enthusiasm. Yeah, yes. and how many days were Lincoln again? <laughs> it's one day Adeptus Titanicus, two days Centurion. And we'll do, I tell you what we'll but, do. We'll... But, but you know, considering the rules, will probably be out by then. Who knows? Maybe not. We don't know yet. Yeah, and there's going to be Battlefield Gothic that affects the Heresy, and there might yeah. even be Epic affecting the Heresy. That's and right. 
I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to quickly, before I, I literally put a bow on this, I'm going to um, obstinately shill for our friends and uh, make sure that we've talked about the events. You can go see lots of pictures online, but if you want to have a close-up look um, and especially watch an interview with the winner of Golden Demon out at Adepticon, go hit up the Cult of Paint on YouTube and go and check out their videos over there because, uh, was it Matt and Andy went over? Yeah, man. Uh, real I was I was going to say a quick um, shout out to the the guys that went out there. Um, so yeah, we we had obviously Matt and Andy from the Colt, uh, uh, Matt Avis and Andy Wardle. They've um, one of them is a, an incredible winning painter, wins everything, uh, and Matt is our tech guru uh, and just won his first ever Golden Demon. Oh great! Oh, epic. Well, well done, mate. Congratulations. Well done. Really good film, and our you know a good a good amount of our buddies went out as well. In fact, our little British contingent took home a third of the demons. And I oh, fuck think, yeah. I think they took home gold in... Congratulations. I think they took it home in maybe eight of the ten categories they took the golds. Something like that. Oh. So, yeah, so Which is big, the greatest big, British cult experience since Alistair Crowley infiltrated the Royal Crown. Well, big, yeah, big shout to those guys. And, and again, just congratulations to, to Gavin who won, who won the Slayer Sword as well. Um, yeah, it's exciting, man. Like paint, paintings, uh, painting comps are back, and yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, it's awesome, and yeah, and so go go check that stuff out because it's absolutely epic. We are fully on board. Hell, we're we're piloting the um, the heresy train here, and I will say this: if you you know you want to get involved in heresy, no matter what, whether it's your first time, you're coming back to it from a long time, this is where it is. This is where we, we're going to be uh, pushing it here um, for Heresy, not just in Sweden, but around the world. And get in touch. Reach out to us. Send us a message on the face on Facebook. Put a post. We've got our own little community building up quite nicely on Facebook as well. So come along and join that. Um, and that's linked off of our Facebook page, which is where we do a lot of our stuff right now. So, yeah, come along. Be part of it. Be part of the Heresy experience. Because... There's no way to say anything else other than it's going uphill from here, boys and girls. It's going to be a fucking freight train. I can't wait. All aboard, choo-choo. Let's do yes. this. Heresy train. Heresy train. So I'm going to wrap it, and I'm going to say thank you to Henry coming on as a, as a, a guest. But let's be fair, you're, you're part of the family. It doesn't work out that one anymore. Well, you're not really a guest having, anymore. You're fam. Big shout out to everybody who was on tonight. Um, and, yeah, just going to wrap it up by saying it's a good night from me. And me. And me. And me. And Freddy. And Freddy. And Freddy. And Freddy, because no, Freddy, he's probably just what? got this. Good. I said and me. What the hell? Well, there you, you were there muted. You, are. you were muted. <laughs> I never know. I never know whether it's intentional, these fuck ups on this every time, or if you genuinely 102 episodes in still can't. <laughs> Still cannot do it. And that, my Fred friend, is like that is guy the in the radio studio. Like, does red light mean on or off? <laughs> exactly. And that is the charm of the Vrangian Heresy podcast. So remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy podcast. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>